1: <laughs> hi, okay. my dear friend it is so great to see you and to have you on the balance beautiful abundance show
2: Woo-hoo. I'm excited it's so nice to see your beautiful face
1: thank you so much and we go way back I think we met in 2009 at a relationship seminar with Alison Armstrong yes <laughs> and we have both been on Such a journey, and I can't wait for you to tell our audience about yours, but let me tell them a little bit about your awesome background. So Amuna is a relationship coach and intuitive healer who takes a stand for true love. I love that. She has studied for over 20 years with world experts, and she's traveled the world to learn the secrets of true, deep, lasting love. She works with couples and singles in both private and group sessions. She hosts life-changing retreats, and she officiates wedding and renewal of vow ceremonies. That is so incredible. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So my first question is, what? because it was in your bio, and I wanted to save it for a question, what does being a sacred goddess and keeper of wisdom mean?
2: Mm, Beautiful. I love that. Mm, and it's, as you just said it, it's like, I want to go into my body because that's what it is. It's this embodiment of the feminine. It's this embodiment of the mysteries of love, of sensuality. And, you know, I've always been drawn to this, which is, you know, how we met. Like, I just was thirsty to know everything about love, about sexuality, about having the most awesome And I know now that it's because it was with put within me, this is part of my gift here on the planet to awaken and it's like holding the keys for this next level of love, connection, sensuality that we really are here to experience. And you know, it not most people are experiencing it. And that's the frustration that you and I shared when we met. Like, how do we want it? Because you you knew and I knew there's more. So that's what it means, it's like a keeper of the wisdom. And on some of the retreats I've gone to, to these holy sacred lands, you know, when you visit these lands, there's a transmission. And that transmission is also part of the energy that becomes my frequency that I transmit and that, that I hold. So, you know, I'm a walking kind of embodiment of these things. I'm not just talking about them. This has been, you know, it's in my cells and I'm able to transmit that to people.
1: You're kind of like a walking, talking Aphrodite, because Aphrodite (laughs) is the goddess of love and that's who you're
2: embodying. Thank you. Yes, I believe it, you know. And then when I do my sacred weddings, that's the goddess I bring in, that archetype. So Aphrodite holding the space to marry and wed. And there's the aspect also of Mary Magdalene that comes through me. But yes, these love goddesses. And it's time that we honor that and honor the love goddess and honor the sacred. And that's what I'm so, yes, just passionate about because there is more.
1: I think there's a way to honor the love goddess instead of commercialize and oppress. Like Marilyn Monroe was definitely Aphrodite and a love goddess, and she was worshiped, but yet at the same time, she was objectified and oppressed. So yeah. I think that's a real big shift as our country is shifting more toward female empowerment. So, how do we do that? How do we worship the love goddess without objectifying her?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the healing that we're doing as a planet, as a world, as men and women, right? It's coming up, the way men have had to look at how they're objectifying women and the whole Me Too movement. And even there's all of this stuff coming up now about pedophiles and sexuality. It's like we've taken something so profound, yes, and not honored it as sacred. We've just like took it and called it. And and the reason people want that, it's like the feminine is so powerful. So we want that and we haven't been taught how to honor her, how to get that beautiful energy without having to take it or um, commercialize it, you know, and that's the deeper place that we want to come to. So it does require some shedding of ways of being, waking up to a new way and really awakening this energy because it is time to honor the goddess and the masculine and relationship. And I want to tell people, it, we haven't been taught this, right? We've been taught the other way. So the patriarch's been ruling for so long, and these heavy, heavy ideals, which we're seeing are breaking down all over the place because it's time for the goddess. We always hear it's the return of the divine feminine. It's the return. What does that mean? Yeah, it's the return of love. It's the return of sacredness. It's the return of feeling that beautiful energy that was with, with is within women right when we're in tune we're lit up we're like a beautiful radiant sunshine light flower and and you can get that without having to take it but without first flush it yeah say that again you Can you can
1: obtain it without having to destroy it in the process
2: yes and let it blossom and it's also part of our role as women and not just women men too to heal That feminine within them and start to honor and have a relationship. And when we understand that, yeah, everything changes. Everything changes. And there are people, you know, there's some men who they do, they get it, they revere the goddess because they know that in that sacred way of approaching the energy, there's so much more that is opened and revealed, right? It's like with this old way that we've been relating, we're only getting a small taste of the power. And magic that's within us, right, when we honor and learn how to honor it
1: and when when the men honor it, they get more more of the beauty and the magic because the feminine the goddess within us feels safe to fully embody and express herself right totally
2: it's like there's you know all women have this, our bodies are built for this, but we have to learn you know I've spent years learning this. I spent a whole year just learning about female orgasm, a whole year immersed because there's such a deep power, but you want to learn how to, yes, feel safe. You know, some of us, and I know myself, I was afraid of how much power I had. I was afraid because no one taught me about it. No one taught us how to use it. And all we learned was if you have this power, you're a prostitute or you're dirty or you're a slut or all of these things. So our desire, our energy has been pushed down, stomped down. It's not right. And then we question and we suppress it. And you know, imagine what it would be like if all the women were letting this energy flow freely. It's like a Going to a sunset and you just see the most beautiful colors or seeing a garden in full bloom, that's like when we're all in full bloom and that's what when men know that, they can help create that safety to bring it out. And and it's so much more. Yeah. You know, I love waking men up to that because they're always so grateful after like, Whoa, thank you. I had no idea that this was in there and the woman likely doesn't know that's in there, but safety, a beautiful container, honoring the sacred. That's what's been missing that we want to bring back so we can have these beautiful entities.
1: That's beautiful. So, You said you help people find their homemade. I think that's your word. You coined that word. I love that. I've never heard it from anyone else. Is that your your word?
2: Yes, yes, because You know, this was part of the journey. And oh my goodness, I know you relate. Getting whole, you know, and we hear there's other terms, right? Find your soulmate, get your twin flame. And those never resonated with me. Like a soulmate can be anyone. It can be a friend. It could be my pet. It could be an animal. So yes, we want to attract wonderful soulmates, but that's not it. We, when you have this yearning for something more, but it's not quite a twin flame. Because let me tell everyone, I'm going to bust that myth right there. Twin flames are those those energies that bring friction to wake you up. They're, they're beautiful for that purpose, but I've never really seen twin flames get together, stay together. I see them come together, it's explosive, and then they go away, and then there's pain and there's suffering. And I have to help a lot of my clients heal from those twin flame and almost kind of shadow you know, experiences of having what we desire to then open to what I call, yes, a whole mate. And a whole mate is when we are sovereign, we are our masculine feminine, we're in our connection, we're whole. And so it's no more about, you know, like Jerry Maguire, you complete me. (laughs) I remember when I was still under the illusion of that, I watched that movie and thought, yes, I want that, I want that person that completes me. And let me tell you, that did not work. <laughs> that led to more pain and learning and growing. And then you know, through all of this experience, I've come to understand that in order to truly have the kind of deep, passionate, connected love that I knew I wanted and I wasn't gonna settle for, I had to become whole first. And I think that's the beauty of the divine's plan right? Like it's forming you to become the wholest version of yourself. And then you're going to attract a like-minded soul, your whole mate. And imagine what it's like to go to whole people in their wholeness and their fullness and their connection. They're not looking for the other to make them happy because they're fulfilled within their own being. But yet they come together and they can co-create and they can put beautiful higher vibrational energy in the world. I've seen Whole maids create amazing things together, and that's what's so exciting, right? But it's a journey, and yeah, it's about being whole and coming together and sharing our wholeness together.
1: That, to me, speaks to something I wrote about in my book, How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time, the Difference Between Codependence and Interdependence. Um, so, codependence is the Jerry Maguire, you complete me interdependence is what you're talking about two whole fully actualized people who have integrated their masculine and feminine who have done the inner work and then they come together and they can create more as a team than as individuals
2: yes that's exactly it and it's time for that old codependent paradigm to shatter it does not work it does not make us happy we you know we're beings that are here on a journey of evolution So at one time, that relationship model worked because, you know, I'll go out and do the hunting and you take care of the kids and we're going to survive through this model, right? That worked. But now women have purposes, men. And again, I'm generalizing men, women, but this is for anyone. But we each have this masculine, feminine energy and purpose has been more masculine, whereas home and love and sensuality has been more feminine. But now we're integrating that. Right? We need to be both. That's part of our evolution. So it's like, how do we marry those within ourselves and then come whole to our partner? And you know, in this day and age, I mean, there's still some people who deeply desire a different model and that's okay. That's your experience. But for me, I knew I was here for the next evolved model, right? right. And it's like supporting each other and being our greatest in the world. But before I knew that, Do you know, before I knew that, I was actually sitting on my purpose, waiting, waiting, waiting. Because when this man shows up, oh, we're going to do this together. (laughs) And I was suffering because I was rejecting my own masculine, thinking that's what I was supposed to do to get this other part of me to come to me. And it was a big, huge realization one day when I thought, oh my God, I have an amazing masculine inside and I'm just rejecting him, smashing him down, denying him in the hopes that I'll receive this love. And I would find men and they were masculine, but they were also not open in their feminine to the degree that I was not open in my masculine. Yeah. That was a huge, huge, huge changing moment for me was realizing that and healing my masculine feminine. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, light bulb moment. Like we need to be whole, right? And I had to start my purpose first. I had to do what I came to do, be in that alignment. And then once I did, after all those years of doing all the other ways, getting into alignment, then I moved to San Diego, I was guided here. I started doing my purpose work fully. And I met my amazing, beautiful, wonderful partner, super easily, right? Like he just saw me at an event, was drawn to me, found me on Facebook, and it was the easiest thing ever. Not like the 20 years before where I had, you know, done all these things and tried all of this. I had to get in alignment. Right. And that's a big, big piece for someone that wants that interdependent, sovereign, evolved, next level relationship, which is, I believe, how we're evolving and why we're here.
1: So we're both Generation X. And I think our generation was kind of, to use a dance floor analogy, we're on the dance floor and nobody knows who's doing what move. like the previous generations, it was a defined gender role. Like masculine does this, feminine does that, but we're post feminism. So we're women that had a lot of power and we had big goals and dreams, but I felt just like you Amuna. I felt I had to like play down my power and play down my achievements because that would be a turnoff or that wouldn't attract guys. And the same exact thing happened. I said, you know, forget it. I'm just gonna write a book. I'm gonna share my message. I have seven pillars of balance. And I was actually at my book launch party mm-hmm. when my homemate saw me and it was the easiest thing ever. It wasn't like analyzing endless conversations with my friends. Oh my God, did okay. he mean this? Did he mean that? Is he going to call back? It just uh, so easily after mm-hmm. I got in my purpose. So mm-hmm. I totally feel like what you're saying resonates with me. And I know it's true because I experienced it.
2: Yeah, I love that. And I love how our past have been so, you know, we've been on it kind of in different worlds. And here we are reconnecting both of us with our homemate in our purpose, doing what we came here to do, right? And it was a journey to get there. But once you understand the map, which is what I've figured out from going on the journey, other people don't have to take that long. And it's also right. part of the transmission, right? Of when we realize this in ourselves we can start to bring that energy for other people to have that because oh my god are we so tired ladies and gentlemen of all the mind chatter and wondering think of all the energy that is spent on this like it is such a drain to your life force and purpose right like and then it's not attractive because when we're full in our energy then your partner can go oh my god that's who I want that's it I see her right and we've been taught so much to dim it down don't right. be too much don't be too yeah. much don't be too smart don't be too this so we're like trying to squeeze into the box oh my god am I smart enough did I listen enough did I do this because there's all kinds of teachers telling you here's the strategy to get your partner here's right. what you will do follow these steps if you do this if you say this so we're studying we're doing it but we're all up here in our head and we're not here in our essence of who we really are, just being and when we can be that, that's so attractive. And that's when you're gonna attract someone who's also like you in their power. If you're hiding and suppressing, you're gonna attract someone like I did that was suppressing parts of them, right? And that's okay if you wanna keep learning and growing because relationships are the greatest teacher. But when you're ready to get off that wheel Like you experienced and I've experienced in so many of my clients Relationships become peaceful joyful like I don't know about you, but I don't even fight with my partner Like I was
0: about to say
1: that literally you're finishing my sentence I was about to say we've never had a fight and we've been together over two years like that is amazing to me so
2: it's and this is common because you've come to a place where you are resonant with each other. You communicate with each other. Like I'm able to speak to my partner and he communicates back to me. Like we just (laughs) listen and understand and wow. Right. And so we don't spend our energy and people, my partner and I just moved into our house this last year, you know, and it's been quarantine and people are like, Oh my God. So are you guys okay? Like, do you still like each other? And I'm like, what? We are fucking in bliss over here. <laughs> like, we are so happy to be together. And, you know, we know enough. We have enough space. Like, I knew that being whole, I needed to have my own office. He needs his own office. I, we don't crowd each other. You know, right. I don't need to be on him every moment to know that he loves me and he cares for me. That's also part of us getting whole. And it does. It creates such a different dynamic.
1: That is so beautiful. So I know that failure and loss were really important on your journey to find your whole mate and to find true love. How can you empower speak into failure and loss? Maybe somebody who's listening is going through a broken heart or they just, you know, broke up with someone or someone broke up with them. How can how can that be useful on their journey?
2: Yeah. I mean, we do learn through pain or pleasure. And pain really gets our attention, doesn't it? You know, and so part of the gift that is my journey is I've been through it. I've been through some of the worst heartbreaks and pain and loss Starting when I was a young girl, when I was eight years old, I lost my dad, he got killed, right, I know, And, and he got killed by the police department, so you know, that's all kind of been up in the air, but you can imagine the energy and the wounding and the mistrust of the masculine that that put into my life at eight years old, right, and then going into relationships, I would attract men, looking for that, you know, masculine energy, looking for that. And that this is, again, was my journey. And it's a sacred journey. We each have our own sacred journey that our soul is going on to heal. And this was mine, but it caused me to have a lot of heartache in relationship. You know, I was with a guy from my 20s to 30s for 10 years who was just emotionally abusive. I was waiting for him to become more. I was settling, you know, for 10 years because I kept hoping I could change him. I could fix him. I just was trying so hard. And finally, I remember it was like, you know what? You don't want what I want. I want something so much bigger than this and I'm trying to make you want it. And finally I was able to let it go and go learn and go study and discover, oh my God, there is more. But I had many painful relationships. I fell in love with a man who gave me the most incredible experience. We went to epic levels of love, of connection, and I was like, whoa, this is what I always thought was possible, which I'm grateful that he showed me that. But right after he was not available to give that to me and meet me there. So I went through five years after that of pain and longing for him because I thought I tasted it and now it's gone. How do I get that thing? It was painful, right? And we go through obsession. And I mean, some of the things we do in that state because we're so hungry for that love. So I had that experience for five years. And then I think one of the most painful was I finally thought that I met my man, you know? Like I'd been studying this, I'd been doing everything right. And I was in my feminine, and I met this guy in his masculine, and we got engaged. Like, you're my wife. And I was like, whoa, woohoo. Kind of my, my the part of me was like, boom, I finally did it. Yeah. Working at it for so long, right? And then three days before our wedding, he broke it off. And it was public. Everyone knew. People were so excited for me. My family was coming to the wedding. It was in Mexico. And I had to call them and say, it's not happening. And I felt dejected and rejected and like, what's wrong with me? And depressed because I was all in. I was giving everything to this man. I was going to move to Peru. We were going to do medicine ceremonies together. I mean, we had this whole life and I gave up everything. And when he left. It was like everything I thought just shattered Mm. and I went through it. I
1: remember I had lunch. That's the last time we saw each other before today. We had
2: lunch right after you got back. My goodness. Yeah, it was devastating. And it was awesome because, you know, it was the thing that pierced open my heart pain that was really in there from my dad and from other experiences that hadn't yet got to be released. So I thank him for that. And now that I'm here with the man that I'm with, I'm so grateful we didn't get married. But when you're in that moment, you don't know that. You just feel like, ah, why is it never going to happen for me? What? Something must be wrong with me. And we start going down this hole energy and blame ourselves. And I want you to know that this is part of your journey. And the sooner you get these pieces that we're laying out here and can come into your wholeness and get into that alignment, you can get off that karmic wheel of attracting partners to help you heal and get into your wholeness. Right, and meet a partner that it's a whole different level of relationship. So if you're suffering, I'm so sorry because I know how painful it is and how disappointing and how lonely and scary, but I'm here to tell you. And, you know, my friend Rebecca were both testimonies that you are going through a journey. And as you heal, you become more ready to be whole and have that love. So I want to tell you don't give up. Yeah. Right? Don't give up. Don't settle. You know, I met my partner right before I turned 40, right? And my idea would have been, oh, I would have met him in my 30s, we would have been this, we would have been that. So we've all this stuff and then we beat ourselves up. But it was my journey to meet him then. And it's just because that's when I was whole and that's when I was ready, right? So don't give up. And it's awesome that you're here because something brought you here to listen to this and hear this and be inspired and know that there's more.
1: That is so beautiful. I do believe that our homemates arrive in divine timing. And that's one of my only regrets that I tell, you know, Ben, I say, God, why couldn't we have met in our 20s or 30s? And, you know, I met him like well into my 40s. And he's just like, we met when we were supposed to
2: yeah it's so true right and just if we could take that pressure off and once we get into alignment and wholeness then we've done all that we can to be energetically ready right and once you're energetically ready it's like you start to put out that broadcast mm-hmm. and then I love watching the magic unfold and like always just like with you with me it flows easily Yeah, it's just like oh here you are oh <laughs> here you are awesome right and that's beautiful so don't give up sometimes you know we have to be patient especially like myself rebecca we're here bringing in like i say the next evolution of love this hasn't been shown we don't have lots of this right we are doing it on the fly and learning it and so be patient and loving with yourself like these kind of relationships are next level and then they are bringing blessing to the world, but you're in the process of becoming ready, right? But I'm grateful because I, I used to be so upset. Why is this happening to me, God? What's wrong with me? Why, Why is it taking so long? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm so frustrated. Why does she have it and I don't? Like, what's wrong? What am I doing? It's so frustrating. You know, I like to say there's a saying God's delays are not God's denials. And I had a teacher tell me that once, and I was like, (laughs)
0: ah,
2: right? But now it's not God's denials. It's God getting you ready to have, like, something better to not settle, right? I think about all the times it didn't work out that I wanted to make it work out. And I'm like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you for not giving me that because there was more that I didn't know, but I was becoming able to receive it.
1: What comes to mind is this style of relationship, this homemade or partnership, spiritual connection, mind, body, spirit connection is a whole new paradigm. You're right. So it's not like a lot of people are out there to model. So this is a whole new thing. It's like people that are listening, like me and Amuna, we knew there was something out there in our hearts. Like we knew there was like a deeper, more resonant, real kind of love. And we just like, we knew it and we were like, oh, I'm going to study, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And it's like, but we eventually became the person that we wanted to attract. It's like you attract who you are. And we had to go on that journey. But what comes to my mind and Moon is we're like torchbearers of a whole new paradigm of relating. And it doesn't have to be hetero. It can be gay, straight or lesbian, but it's just a new level of um, relating and partnership and and being with your mate, as you say
2: yeah and so you know when we were studying all those books and taking the courses they were still teaching from the old paradigm yes, they were right? and that's why we would study but uh, it still wasn't hitting that edge because we came here knowing there's more it was in our body waiting to unfold waiting to come so that yeah we can be now be the torch bearers and with confidence we can say guess what this is real, and let me show you. This is how you can walk those steps and get there, right? And so that was the purpose of going through it. When you're the torch bearer, when you're the one who is the one that came here to bring it, right? Oh, that's gotta, you gotta go on that journey, yeah. right? So it made me have more honor and reverence and respect for my journey. Like, oh, this wasn't just about me, this is about so much more.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we can we had to go through like the hero's journey so we could like come back and tell the other people like no there It's true. You can't have this type of
2: love. It really does exist And go through the pain right because we can really empathize. It's not like i'm here on my high horse I just came in and oh yeah, oh, I have this great love. Let me tell you and you're like lady What the hell <laughs> right? I'm going through this. No, I understand Because I've been through those heavy, deep, deep, dark layers too, right? And that makes it real and beautiful. And that's part of the journey on any spiritual journey. We're here to clear the dark energies so we can open to the higher frequencies. But you can't have the higher frequencies with all this lower frequency guck in there.
1: (laughs) So then, Amuna, how do you explain people who like marry their high school sweetheart and live happily ever after?
2: Mm. did they just get
1: lucky were they because i heard twin flames are just two souls that come together at the same time and find each other i didn't realize it had to there had to be friction but how do you explain the people who marry their high school sweethearts they don't have any heartbreak go on any bad dates no bad yes. breakups i mean i used to see these people and go what you've never had to go on an internet date like you've never had to like nurse a breakup with hagen like I'm scratching <laughs> my head. Like, how does that even happen? So, what is your
2: interpretation? I, I that? think that those people, one, it's they didn't have probably the same level of conditioning. Whatever their karma, whatever their life script was, to know they they were scripted to meet this partner early on. They were scripted to do have other life lessons and have this person to go through. And I think that is more of the twin flame. Energy where you meet your one but it's still a different energy than the whole mate energy and again this is why I'm saying there's not one right or wrong way if that's your way and what you came here to experience that's so beautiful but most people are looking for this twin flame and they're getting disappointed because it's not this lifelong whole mate kind of energy that you're really wanting but no one's told you that right but i think these high school sweethearts and young loves that stay together and are just joyful and they complement each other they truly came here and said we're going to do this life together we're going to find each other early you know my contract was not that my contract was you're going to come and get whole and you're going to want love and you're going to learn and I had to go through that so that I could understand it to be able to teach it and show others. But we all have our own kind of unique evolutionary journey. But I know, I've looked at that too. Why do they have that? But there's still levels that they may reach, like a ceiling of this is how far we've evolved. And then there's more for them if they want to evolve. And they can do that together right? For people that are in a relationship already and you're like, well, I'm already in a relationship. Oh, crap. I don't know if I want to leave my partner, but I know I want to have more. When you do the inner work to get in alignment, it's magic. Your partner starts to shift if they're the right partner for you. And if they're not, they may fall away so that something more evolved can come. And, you know, that's part of the energy around relationships that we also haven't been taught. Who, Who says relationships are forever? That's a myth. Relationships are for as long as they're meant to awaken and guide you in your journey and help you be whole, right, in that place. Like, if they don't work anymore, if you've outgrown them, then it's time to honor that, right? There's no right or wrong. And I think sometimes people stay in relationships forever because they're afraid and they think that this is what we've been taught. It should be one and done forever. And it's just not like that for everyone. You know, I've had different relationships that got me to this point. My, my partner had relationships on his journey that got him to the point of being ready for this next level of our learning. And at any time, if we were to feel that we had outgrown, mm-hmm. we would not, I would not pull on him or keep him. I would want him to go f- to his next evolution. But I want to enjoy fully my journey with him for as long as we're meant to walk this path right? But when you're whole, you can do that more easily. You're not so needy because they're not your everything.
1: I like Abraham Hicks. They said their ideal wedding vows is, I like you pretty good. Let's see how it goes. I don't think that would be a top seller when you're a wedding officiant though. I think people are like, no, I want
2: it. I want you to promise to be with me forever.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But that actually brings me to my next question. Like when, when do people stay and when do they go? What are some questions that they can ask themselves to see if the relationship is Mm -hmm. serving or no longer serving their highest good?
2: Well, I mean, ultimately, are you happy? Do you yearn for more? And if you yearn for more, that's okay. I, I work with a lot of couples that want more, but the key ingredient for anything to change with that person is there needs to be willingness. If one person is committed to the relationship and the other person is not, It's not going to work, and that's just a waste of energy, which is like what I told you I did for 10 years, Mm -hmm. trying to make it work, you know, 10 years. I sometimes regret and go, oh my God, my 20s. I just tried to make this work with this man, and I should have let it go a lot sooner, right? But it was a karmic contract too that I had to go through. So I think it's, are you willing to shift? Are you willing to change? I mean, first off, if there's any abuse of any kind, physical, emotional, no way. Don't tolerate that. And sometimes that's your lesson, right? For me in that 10-year relationship, I had to finally wake up and say, you know what, I'm done with this. And it was not I wasn't gonna get off of that path, the pain path, until I woke up to that teaching that was like, hey, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And that opened me to the next level. So I like to see relationships like an escalator, an elevator, we evolve through them. And if you're at that ceiling, right then you've reached it and you sit down there's you know i've also done beautiful beautiful releasing ceremonies for couples that have come to the completion because one of the things and i learned this actually when i was getting broken up with at my almost wedding in peru we were in mexico we were in mexico we still went and we were there and i said to my then fiance You know, we're not going to have a ceremony, but I know in my heart, I need to have a ceremony. I am not going to carry this forward. I knew how important it was. So I need to sit down in a sacred circle with a couple of witnesses and fully release you and honor the relationship we had because it was significant for a time. And I don't want this to shun and put darkness on all the good stuff. I want to honor that. So we came together and had this ceremony and at first he was very closed and what okay fine you want a ceremony i'm breaking up with you because he was still afraid and in his and i and then i was like the my my deeper part was like take a breath i said okay thank you for that well can i share with you what i want to honor and be complete with and i just shared thank you for this thank you for that i appreciate this i'm going to take this with me And I really, truly set you free and complete. I set you free on your journey because I knew I did not want to have to spend years in therapy dealing with this. And so then he opened up and he got to share and we got to complete on a beautiful level and really karmically set each other free. So I think that's important too. Right To be able to end in a conscious way, begin in a conscious way, bring that to your relationship and honor. Too many people leave relationships jaded and that breaks my heart. This is someone you once loved and cherished. And most turn to hatred because you don't complete and you are holding on to old resentments. And then the thing is, it doesn't just damage them, it damages you. And you don't get to open up to love again. You're walking around protected, guarded. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. So as we start to bring honor and sacredness and honor, whatever time we have with our partner, you know, and then that makes us also appreciate it. Yeah. Because we take for granted our partner. So we find our partner like, great, got him. I'm done, (laughs) it's like, no, you're not done, right? And again, it doesn't have to be work like before and planning and manipulating, but it is saying, hey, you're important and I choose you and I'm gonna give you presence and attention and be my best self, right? And if there's something that's going on, I'm gonna communicate with you. So we're not done, we're bringing our presence. That's what helps it continue to grow and be amazing and stay in that connection.
1: So uh, you're available for wedding ceremonies and to quote Gwyneth Paltrow, unconscious uncouple, or conscious ceremonies, conscious uncoupling Mm -hmm. ceremonies. That is so beautiful. And I I did stand up for like five minutes and I kind of made a joke about why aren't there divorce parties? Like why isn't there like a cake and a band and presents like? She chose herself over pain. She mm-hmm. said no to abuse. She had faith that she was like destined for a greater love. Like, mm-hmm. we get to celebrate the ending of things as well as the beginning. They don't have to be so shameful.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's only because we think it was supposed to be forever, because that's an illusion that we've been taught, right? In fairy tale books. And it's like, no. Because then the worst thing is when people beat themselves up and like, I failed, right? People think I failed. Cause that relationship didn't work. I failed. But what if it wasn't meant to, what if you were meant to get to that point and then choose you, like you said, and evolve to the next level for whatever's next for you. Right. And you can celebrate that.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. And I know we've run into each other at agape, like Michael Beck says, what is find the blessing in the mess?" Like, Find find what you learn, what you're grateful for, what you learned about yourself, what you learned about love and life and how the other person helps you heal and get to the next step of your journey so you don't take the mess with you to the next relationship.
2: Exactly. That's exactly it. And that's what most people do. We carry our baggage and our weight around and our this and our stories. And we're looking at you like, are you going to do this to me? And I mean, I'm going to run away from that, right? That's why yeah. that's not whole. A whole you've worked through those things you've come to peace and you're able to say hey if we have a situation we're gonna discuss it we're gonna talk about it and hey I'm not making you stay with me forever we're gonna stay together as long as we make each other happy as long as it works because I'm not dependent on you right I'm interdependent right, right? and 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 that's what you know a lot of people women and men stay in abusive relationships longer than they should because they're so dependent you know the saddest is that when women are so dependent on a man or this could be vice versa they stay or for the kids or for this and i'm like is that what you want to teach is that what you want to show is that what you want to model right because who are you being if you're miserable and you're shut down that's not serving but again we've got to heal some of that old conditioning from the old way of doing relationship Right, and do it in a sacred way. That's the thing. It's not about I'm gonna tear you up, screw you, bye. No, honor it. It was a gift, even if it was an ugly, messy gift, like mine with the guy breaking up with me. That was messy and public, and oh, and yet. What a gift you know like i'm thankful for him like he pierced my heart with his like sword and just said i'm gonna get in there and i'm gonna help you open up because the deeper desire that i had was to have that opened up but my closed self was like i got to protect that i got to protect that and only something like that would have pierced it so how can we uh, start to see these ble- as blessings blessings on our journey to love and consciously work with them to get to where we want to be fully.
1: Yeah, like both of us, I think we were in strategy, we were so in our head. And it's like we had to have our heart broken to
2: make the journey from our head to our heart. Mm, absolutely. And, Many people, our heart. and I call it getting broken open. Right? Yes. You get broken open and it's like, thank you. But if we went willingly to open our heart and look at those things and look under the covers and heal that, we might not have to attract those kinds of experiences to do it.
1: Absolutely, there is an easier, softer way.
2: There is, (laughs) we went through the hard stuff so that you don't have to.
1: Exactly, (laughs) so what is your advice to single people in manifesting love and dating during a pandemic?
2: Mm, Yeah, it's a good one. But in some ways it's exciting because you're getting to meet people and spend time getting to know them, whether it's on the phone, on video, like there's not this rush to get physical. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. You can start to build a connection and build a relationship and build that anticipation. So I would say still put yourself out there, like get on different, you know, there's, there's so many different things. I'm even part of an organization Tantra speed day where we help people consciously meet other singles and we were doing in-person events in different cities, but now they're being done online. So it gives you that opportunity to date, to connect right and for some people that might feel safer than being you know right there in person you get some time to connect Mm -hmm. to ask good questions to learn about each other or maybe this is the where you do the inner work to prepare so when you are to get out again you're coming from your wholeness and attracting a whole different experience
1: that is beautiful so what do you tell clients how do you help them manage their fear and anxiety with dating i know that was also mentioned in your bio you help people with fear and anxiety how do you how do you take the fear and anxiety out of the dating process
2: yeah well you know i'm also a multi-dimensional healer a channel so i'm able to connect people's higher self i'm able to help them heal the deeper issue right i go right to the source so there's a level of anxiety and fear just from Dating and that, and then there's deeper issues that might be there that are making it scary to go out again. So, we get to heal those deeper layers. Then, we help you have more confidence in yourself when you are in connection with yourself. You love it, you know. It's like I used to go out dating and go, You know what? I'm gonna spend five minutes to two hours with this person, but I'm gonna honor myself, right? I'm gonna be open to full connection because every time you're learning. You get to share yourself, and when you finally become your authentic self, you're just being you, and it's either going to fit or it's not. So there's a whole lot of pressure that falls away, but when you were doing it the way we were taught, and I have to show up this way, and what if I don't say this, and what if I talk too much, and what if I do this? That's anxiety right there, (laughs) right? So I want people to feel good in their body, heal whatever old stuff that they may need to heal so that they feel they can be themselves, And then you're going to attract. And we do a lot of work too on the inner planes and get you ready and in alignment. And then you follow where you're guided. So I also don't want people to waste time. You know, some coaches would say, just get out there on the battlefield and go on 100 dates. Get out there and just exposure. To me, that feels in my body, oh, that is so yucky. Like, no, thank you. I want my clients to get ready on an energetic level, connected. And then I help them actually in my manifesting your match your homemade session once we get aligned we don't do that until we're aligned then I help them actually feel their partner on an energetic level because they're there and they exist and they feel it and they start to connect on that level and we start to work with their higher selves to get them in connection because that's really what's happening and that's the deeper way that I wanna help people, rather than do this technique and do this. I want you to be good, feeling good about yourself, be your authentic self, raise your full power so you attract someone from that wholeness, and then um, help you be in alignment. And then you're gonna follow the clues, like, oh, I should go over here, like you. Your guy found you at your book signing. My guy saw me when I was doing a talk. Uh, And that's a clue. They saw us when we were in our light, being seen not waiting in the background for him to show up. So I also help my clients get aligned in their purpose, be seen, be confident who you are, because that's how you're going to attract someone who loves your power, right? I used to be afraid that, oh my God, men are going to think I'm too crazy, too magical, woo-woo. And my partner is like, I love your power. You go be freaking powerful. And he's like the backbone to that. He gets excited knowing that he's holding space for this feminine energy to go through. But he doesn't have to be there in the limelight with me. He's got his own purpose that I support him. But he's there fueling me and loving power. It's not something to be afraid of, right? We want to be our true self. So the more you're your true self, you don't have to be afraid because you're just being you. Yeah, you just
1: have the confidence to be your full authentic self and it's like and it's the same with friends, it's the same with your email list and people subscribing or unsubscribing. It's like you express yourself as your authentic self and the people who resonate stay with you and come closer and the people who don't go away and that's okay. It's beautiful cuz they're
2: making space and we don't want to cling and settle. We want to trust. So that's also once you have felt connection you know my clients they feel it on an etheric level and they know it's real so it gives them an ease in their body like I know it's on its way and I'm being prepared because I think the divine also you know it's so boring what kind of love story is that if it's like okay so at five o'clock Rebecca you're going to meet this person you're gonna cross the street and this is how it's gonna go and then you're gonna do this like oh no we get ready and then wow I can't I love seeing the different ways the divine surprises us because we also want that we want that love story too we don't want it to just be like
1: (laughs) we get to sit back and watch the great romance of our lives unfold (laughs) yes
2: and that's so key we get to allow it to unfold through our feminine embodiment and alignment rather than control it and say oh this is what needs to happen next and then in 2.5 years we're gonna do this but that's what we were all taught before Right. right we don't have this inner trust and allowing of this beauty to reveal itself to us.
1: Wow. Well, this has been so much fun to reconnect. I'm so happy that we both, you know, went through the roller coaster ride and now we're, we're on a beautiful uh, plateau, not plateau, but just smooth sailing, smooth seas. And like you said, (laughs) if it changes, it changes. Like we're not attached. It's so beautiful, and I just love you so much. You're so beautiful, and I want my clients and my listeners to keep in touch with you. So how do they do that?
2: Well, I'm really excited to let you all know. For the first time, I've been working with clients privately on this for over five years and worked with couples, helped many singles get their homemate, and I'm revealing a program now that you can do from home, and it's going to be filled with beautiful teachings on all of this. Basically, I'm going to give you the map to get into that alignment and walk you through each and every step and help you along the way. And then when you're whole in that alignment, you can have that magical session I talked about where we connect. To that divine partner so whether you're in a relationship or you're single and looking for that homemade this is a divine time because I've never offered this before so I'm so excited because it means more people get to have this and I think it's important because as we're moving through and it's 2020 this is the time we're meant to have that sacred love and meet that person so I'm feeling inspired to get this into the hands of everyone so there'll be a link that you get that will take you to this program so you can check it out and you can also um email me at imuna at sacred that dot com if you want to just connect and learn more about anything that i've talked about but this beautiful program coming out is i'm really excited it's Let's like called it's called whole mate star map so this oh, is your cool. whole mate star map and it's really for star seeds way showers people like you and me who knew i'm here for more and why am i not getting it and this is going to unlock all of those things and get you into the alignments so you can be your full magical multi-dimensional powerful self and be in alignment to call on your partner so i am super excited so that's the best next step for people that's fresh off the presses and just timely for this time and then yeah any questions or if you want to have a uncoupling ceremony or you're getting married one of my most favorite things to do is to You know, work with couples when they're just getting together and give them all the tools for sacred love. And then after working together for six months, sometimes we have a whole weekend where we do a sacred ceremony and you're deep connected and we start to create, what are your life going to be together? There's so much we can do when we're conscious about love, when we make it a priority, when we see it as sacred. And so I love to help people at whatever stage they're at, but Holding that love sacredly and guiding them because I believe we're here to have this
1: It is absolutely time. Well, thank you so much and listeners It would mean the world to me if you could share this beautiful podcast with anyone You know that either wants to manifest their homemade Maybe they're in a relationship. That's a little stale and they want to get a little of the magic that Amuna shared or maybe they're in a relationship and they, you know, it's time to go. If you think this, this podcast can help anyone, it would mean so much to me if you could share it. I don't have sponsors. It's a one woman show and I grow my audience by your generous sharing of the podcast. So thank you so much for listening to the Balanced, Beautiful Abundance show. Thank you so much Amuna for sharing your beautiful light and wisdom with us. And we will see you next week with another amazing guest. Bye. God bless everyone. everyone.
0: Who says you can't have it all? I'm proof that you can. You just have to put your life into balance. Too much of anything, money, fitness, socializing can overtake your life. When all seven aspects of your life work in harmony, you will achieve the balanced, beautiful, and abundant life you've always dreamed of. Please subscribe to hear more inspiring interviews. Is there someone you know who could benefit from this podcast? Please share this podcast with them. Please review this podcast. Your feedback will help me target your needs and plan for upcoming shows that answer your questions and feature guest speakers that can make a big difference in your life. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rebecca E. Whitman. Feel free to DM me to book a free balance assessment call. And don't forget stay balanced beautiful and abundant